Praise the Lord. Good evening, brethren. You're welcome to the presence of God. Hallelujah. I think it's time and the Lord has been here waiting for us. Let's just rise as we begin to worship the great I am, the mighty God with the tender heart. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and its fullness thereof. Even the men that dwell therein, <laughs> the human beings do not own themselves, my brethren. We belong to a Father in heaven. Oh, can you begin to worship our Father? The Bible says, which other nation on earth is proud to call you Father? No other nation has the privilege to call him Father except us who are the chosen. Not that we chose ourselves, no, but that he loved us so much and chose us. Can we begin to appreciate him for the love that he has shed on our hearts? Oh, Daddy, we thank you. You own us, Lord. We are the sheep of your pasture, O oh God. Lord, even though the earth is your fool's too, the entire creation is in the palm of your hand. Indeed, the human beings are like grasshoppers before you. But Lord, you have made us the apple of your eyes. The Bible says you've engraved us in your palm. Oh, how mighty is your love towards us. Daddy, we appreciate you this evening. We thank you for the privilege of being called your children. We worship you. Can you open up your mouth and thank the Lord? He's the mighty deliverer. He's a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper. When you are in a dark place, don't worry, he's light. David says, and lo, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Can you worship our defense? The name of the Lord is a mighty tower. The righteous rose into it and they are saved. Can you bless God? Him from whom all the families of the earth are named. He's the person that we derive from. The one that leads us beside still waters. Only for his name's sake. Because he has called us by his name. He will not lead us beside any other water. Can you worship God? Father, we thank you. We honor you, Lord. We bow before you. We lower our lives before your majesty. Can you thank God for your life, for the life of your family? Jesus will bless you. You deserve all the glory. You deserve all the honor. There is no one like you, mighty Redeemer. Thank you. Can you worship him? Oh, your name is higher. Above all the hallelujah, his name is Jesus, his name is Lord, his name is Lord, his name is Lord, Who taught his name is Lord. His name is Lord. Your name is Lord. Your name is Lord. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. 
open up your mouth and honor that name. That name, Jesus, Parker, Lopa, Repa. He says, there is no other name given amongst men by which people can be saved. There's only one name on earth that once you mention it, principalities and powers will tremble. There's one name that every authority answers to. That name, Jesus. For there is only one atonement, one propitiation, one linkage between men and God. Is that man, Jesus Christ. Church, can you honor that name? Can you tell him, Lord, your name is exalted above all situations. Your name is exalted above all sickness. Your name is Jesus. Your name is Lord. Oh, your name is Lord. His name is Lord. Above all names. Your name is Jesus. His name is Lord. Your name is Lord. Above all names. Your name is Jesus. amongst us this evening. Maya, that the lifting of our hands this evening shall be as the evening sacrifice. Oh, let the Lord come and tabernacle amongst his church this evening. The Bible says that Solomon began to worship when he declared a few things. The Bible said the cloud of the glory of the Lord came down. The priests were no longer able to perform their service. Oh, Paya, can we trust God for the cloud of glory to tabernacle amongst us this evening? Oh, he says, unto the Lord in Shiloh shall the gathering of his people be. We have not come unto a mountain that cannot be touched. No, we have come unto Jehovah, the Most High God, an innumerable company of angels, unto the spirits of just men that have been made perfect already, unto the blood of propitiation, that blood that speaks better things. Can you ask, Lord? Lord, let your presence come like never before. Oh, let your presence transform my life this evening. As our brethren are joining us online, those who are listening by the internet, on Facebook, through the chapel website, listening by podcast, let the anointing flow through their devices to reach them. Oh, let there be no barrier to the move of the Spirit this evening. Oh, oh, that thou mayest rend the heaven, O God. Let your presence rain upon us like a mighty water. We receive you, great God. Lord, have your way, have your way. Have your way, have your way, Lord. Have your way. Activate the manifest presence in this place tonight. Let there be tangible occurrences, Lord, to show us, Lord, that you are here. Thank you. Pala, we give you praise, great God. We magnify you. Thank you, Jesus. 
Brethren, can you arrest every spirit of distraction? A lot of brethren will be listening through their phone, through their computer. Can you arrest every distraction from the pit of hell? Oh, the Bible says, and a troublemaker, Sheba, he sounded a trumpet, and the next thing, Israel lost attention. Can you arrest every distraction that will come to our brethren through their phones or any electronic device they are employing at this time? Let the Lord take that device hostage. Let God pass through this evening. Every distraction, Lord, from us here, from those online, from the environment, from the authority, we come against it, Lord. We subject all under the power of Christ, O oh God. We stand on that rock, O oh God. Thank you. Thank you for granting us an open door of ministry. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Gracious Lord, we bow before you this evening. Ah, Baba, there's no one like you in all the earth. We could search through all eternity and there's no one like you. Thank you for gathering us this evening. You have not called us in vain, Lord. We ask, O oh Lord, that you unveil your plan unto us this evening. Let your presence be manifest amongst us. We give you praise for us here. We give you praise for our brethren online. We thank you for everyone. We ask, O oh God, let your spirit move without hindrance amongst us. Thank you, great God. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Glory, glory, Lord. You are the mighty God. Glory, glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Glory, glory, Lord. You are the mighty
want to say bye-bye from the bottom of our heart Lord take it Lord we are saying thank you oh we are saying thank you your children are saying thank you oh I am saying thank you can you bring thank you on behalf of your family can you bring thank you on behalf of your village can you bring thank you on behalf of your community Oh, we just want to say thank you, God. Oh, we just want to say, Baba, oh, Brother, can we thank the Lord this evening? Can you thank the Lord that sits upon the throne? Oh, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can you tell him thank you? If you don't have a reason to thank you, let me give you one reason, brethren. On 27 February, Nigeria had its first case of coronavirus. The same day, Brazil had their first case. Do you know that by today, more than 1,000 people have died in Brazil. Died, not infected. In Nigeria, we are still counting 12 as of today. 12, the people we started with. Can you thank God? I don't know if you... We are not thanking God enough. We are not giving him the credit he deserves. We still think our blood is strong. The same tropical climate. The same black skin. Deliberately thank God who has come in to stem the tide. Paya. 
if it were not for the Lord, if it has not been for the Lord, can you bring thanks unto God? The Lord that does mighty things in righteousness, mysterious things in righteousness, the one that has stepped in on our behalf, Lord, we thank you. Ah, we just want to say thank you. That's all. That's all, Lord. That's all, our Father. Of all the things you've done for us, things we do not know. Ah, Jesus. How did you do it, Lord? How did you do it? How? Ah, we thank you, great God. You are omnipotent. You know, there's nothing beyond you. We give you glory, mighty Jehovah. We just want to say Baba Eshe. Onye mwanya nina Onye mwanya It is no man can take the glory. It is you alone. Ah, we bless you. We give you glory, mighty Redeemer. Paka pilabashate yebosa. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless you. We bless you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you, Lord. Only you have stayed the tide. Only you. I know, Lord. It's only you. If not for you, is it our seriousness? Eh? What is it, Lord? It's just your mercy. Ah, Waturebu. Ah, Jesus, we thank you. Ikwesi requesi yo. Waturebu. Oh, yes. Ina reke. Ikwesi re. Ina rosu. Ikwesi ro. Jesus, Ah, brethren, can we just take two quick prayer points? Today we are just focusing on exhortation and prayer, but we'll just pray one or two prayers before we commence. Can you turn quickly to Numbers chapter 16? Jesus Narekele Rembe We are going to pray from Numbers chapter 16. I'm in verse 44. I'm in verse 44. Let's just take a few prayers there. He says, And the Lord spake to Moses, saying, Get away from the midst of the congregation that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell on their faces. And Moses said to Aaron, we are going to take this first prayer point. What did he say? Take your censer and do what? And put fire on it from the altar. After putting fire, you do what? You put some incense on it. That's the first step. Really, we're going to pray. Lord, put fire on this, my censer. I 
don't know whether you have a cold sensor and you are trying to stop the plague. Ah, no, it cannot work. One of our brothers, he's a pastor in the US. He says that since the lockdown, their church now has to establish counseling units for couples that are fighting. That's a cold sensor. It cannot stop the plague. Can you just fall before God? Can we just pray, Lord, put fire in this, my sensor? Lord, I need fire in my sensor. Maybe I've been carrying a cold sensor and trying to stop plague. Ow. I need fire. I need fire in my sensor, Lord. I don't want to be a priest that has a sensor, but no fire. Regalia, no, ah, Jesus. Talk, audio Christianity. No, no fire. Lord, please. Can you pray, church? Lord, save me from coldness. I need fire in my sensor. An incense from your altar. Oh, whatever sensor the Lord is raising in your heart that is cold, let fire come on it. I don't know how your sensor has been. Where is your quiet time? Where is your altar? Oh, has television taken over the fire on your sensor? Has social media taken over the fire on your sensor? Is it iniquity that has taken over the fire on your sensor? Carelessness. Lack of engaging the word of God. Lack of prayer. Has it made your sensor to go cold? Say, God, I need fire in my sensor. Fireize my sensor, oh God. I need red fire. Fire, Lord. Fire, Lord, in our senses, Lord. In our family senses, send us fire. Lord, in my life, send me fire. I need fire on my sensor. Any activity without fire on the sensor is a waste of time. I would just be running up and down like a priest, no impact. Lord, I need fire in my sensor. Lord, this evening will not pass us by. Oh, wherever you are, whether on the internet, you're watching in a bus, or you're at home, or you're in the office, pray now. Fire is coming on your sensor. The Lord says he will send fire now to your sensor. Lord, send us fire. Oh, we need fire, Lord. Oh, send us fire, Lord, we pray. Hey. Hey. Give me oil in my lamp to keep me burning. I need fire in my lamp. I pray. Give me oil in my lamp to keep me burning. Oh Lord. Keep me burning till the last day comes. Lord, we pray, give me oil in my land to keep me. Malaya Baba Baba Shedegebosa. Give me oil in my I pray. Give me fire in my land. 
Ashataya wa fire in my sensor to keep me born in Lord God. Keep me born till my dying day. In Jesus' name we cry. In Jesus' mighty name we cry. Oh, the second prayer point, brethren. He says now, carry it quickly. That's a censer with fire. Into the congregation to make an atonement. For the wrath of God has already gone out. And the plague has already begun. The Bible says in verse 48, And Aaron, with a fired censer, stood between the dead and the living. And the plague was stopped. Brethren, can we pray to God? Daddy will bring atonement by the blood. Stay this plague. Stay this plague. Brethren, I know, I'm telling you, our prayers are working. I don't know how to explain it. How that Brazil, we started on the same day with our index case. They have over a thousand deaths. Deaths now. Ah, Jesus, no, no. Can you pray? Lord, stay this plague. Let Nigeria become unto the nations of the earth the threshing floor of Aaron at the Jebusite. When the angel got there, he stayed his hand. Ah, can we pray? Can we pray, Lord? We bring atonement by the blood. Only one, have mercy. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Oh, you are a righteous God. You are plenteous in mercy. You will not allow the righteous to suffer with your righteous. Meanwhile, you don't even care about the death of a sinner. Up to the last minute, you want to bring every man to salvation. In line with your divine agenda, only one have mercy. Daddy, have mercy. We intercede for the world. We intercede for Nigeria, for Lagos State, for Kano State, for Ogun State, Oshun State, Kano, oh God, Edo State, Enugu State, Portacourt. We ask for mercy in Akwaibom. Oh, have mercy, oh God. In your judgment, Lord, remember mercy, Lord. We raise the blood of atonement. We raise the blood of atonement. We ask that you shall stay this plague in our land, Lord. Oh, that souls of men might be given a chance to come into your kingdom, Lord. Oh, you do not desire the death of a sinner. You do not desire the death of a sinner. No, Lord. We ask, oh God, that your mercy shall prevail. Let your mercy prevail. Let your mercy prevail. Lord, we receive your mercy. We receive your mercy upon all the positive cases, Lord. Upon all the health workers, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus. Can you raise the blood over your family? Can you raise the blood over the health workers? Can you raise the blood? Raise the blood over the community workers going from house to house. Can you raise the blood of Jesus? Oh, Lord, humanity is your property. The devil cannot reap where he did not sow. This earth belongs to you, Baba. We say no. You still have people here, Lord. You still have people on earth. And we say no. Your mercy must prevail. Oh, your mercy must prevail. Can you intercede? Can you intercede?
prayer that you give us oil in our lamps individually and collectively and that you keep us burning till the bridegroom comes. Thank you Abba Father for answer to our prayers. This we make in Jesus name. Amen. Good evening brethren. And for those of you who are listening to us via the radio or any other channel, this is Chapel of His Resurrection Esu Teaching Hospital, Park Lane, Enugu. My name is Val Okafor. You are welcome to our Wednesday midweek service. Praise the Lord. Let us pray once again. Father, I commit myself into your hands that you may use me. I commit your people who are listening to me at this hour into your hands that they may hear and understand your word. I commit the message that we are about to listen to into your hands as well that it will not return to you void but accomplish the purpose for which you sent it to us. These we pray in Jesus' name. Brethren, our theme for this year 2020 remains, O Lord, revive thy work, thy people in the midst of the year. We took it from Habakkuk 3.2. And our focus for this month April is on recipe for revival. That is, we are looking at a formula for revival. In other words, we are looking at things that need to be in place for a revival to commence and be sustained. So our interest is not just on kickstarting the revival, we are also very interested in the sustenance of this revival through time. Praise the Lord. 
And our topic for consideration this evening is exhortation and prayer. We shall be encouraging ourselves from God's words and then we pray. I will be looking at one main text from where we draw encouragement. I want us to turn with me to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 7 verse 3 to verse 9. 1 Samuel chapter 7 verse 3 to verse 9. And I read, Then Samuel spoke to all the house of Israel, saying, If you return to the Lord with all your hearts, then put away the foreign gods and the ashtores from among you, and prepare your hearts for the Lord, and serve him only. And he will deliver you from the hand of the Philistines. So the children of Israel put away the bars and ash turrets and served the Lord only. Verse 5. And Samuel said, Gather all Israel to Mizpah, and I will pray to the Lord for you. So they gathered together at Mizpah, drew water and poured it out before the Lord. And they fasted that day and said there, We have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged the children of Israel at Mizpah. Verse 7. Now when the Philistines heard that the children of Israel had gathered together at Mizpah, the lords of the Philistines went against Israel. And when the children of Israel heard of it, they were afraid of the Philistines. So the children of Israel said to Samuel, Do not cease to cry out to the Lord our God for us, that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. Verse 9 and the last. And Samuel took a suckling lamb and offered it as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. Then Samuel cried to the Lord for Israel, and the Lord answered him. This is the word of God. Praise the Lord, brethren. There are four things I want to encourage us this evening with from the scripture where we have read. The very first one is taken from verse 3. In verse 3, Prophet Samuel lays the foundation for a revival which is repentance and returning to God. As an illustration, brethren, when a, when a freezer with a closed circuit stops cooling as a result of gas leakage, the technician must first identify all the points of leakage before refilling the appliance with gas. Refilling the freezer without fixing the points of leakage will amount to waste of time and money. Similarly, every effort geared towards revival with efforts in futility, with efforts of all repenting from our sin. That was the lesson that um, Samuel taught the children of Israel. 
We cannot go to God for revival or expect the revival to be sustained without first of all repenting of our sin. I deal on electronics and sometimes people come telling me, oh, my gas has stopped cooling, my AC has stopped cooling and all that. And when they go to wax, they will tell them, go and refill. You give them two or three thousand, they refill. One, two, three, four days later, you're back to where you started. The reason is because the source of leakage was not taken care of before refilling. And that is how it is in our relationship with God. Whenever we see ourselves down and need revival, the first thing is to identify those sources of leakage and take care of them. And when we have done that, we can now refill our lives and then we keep uh, working for God. Praise the Lord. The second point we are taking is from still that same verse uh, 3. On practical terms, on practical terms, what does this mean? If as a civil servant you have been collecting bribes before attending to files sent to you, or as a businessman like myself, you have been producing or importing substandard goods to maximize profit. Or as a lecturer or student, you have been involved in sorting in cash or in kind to award or be awarded marks. Or you harbor offenses. Or you have other goals such as your career. The list is endless. We must repent of them before God will revive us, before God can use us. The book of Timothy tells us that in a great man's house, there are many vessels. If any vessel is cleansed, then it becomes fit for the master's uh, use. Else, it will be like the technician who refused the cooling system with gas without fixing the source or sources of leakage first. May the Lord help us May we be encouraged if there are still areas of leakages, areas of sin, areas of weaknesses, areas where you see that you have lowered the guard. The first thing to do is to repent of them and then return to God and God will revive you. Praise the Lord, brethren. Our second point, or the third rather, is taken from verse um, 4. In verse 4, the children of Israel took a vital step for revival, which is obedience to God's instruction. The proof of our faith in God and hunger for revival is in our obedience to his commands to us. In the course of the teachings and preachings that have taken place in our midst this year, we have been instructed by God to get more committed to personal and group evangelism, both in words and conduct. Evangelism is not only in words. The two must necessarily go together. If I preach all the good message or messages and my character is faulty, I may not be able to win a soul. So we believe in evangelizing not just through the words, but also through our character and conduct. Praise the Lord. We also taught or we have learned to be diligent in studying 
in practicing and in teaching the words, the word, uh, uh, in teaching God's words. In the book of Ezra, chapter 7, verse 10, we saw this clearly demonstrated in another revival that took place in the scripture. Ezra was successful in his revival. Why? Because he not only studied the commands of God, he took time to practice it personally. And to ensure that this thing is transferred to other generations and to other people, he also taught them. And that's what the Lord expects of us. It's not just enough for us to be studious, to study the word of God, but to ensure, like we said earlier on, that we practice it. And for sustenance, like we said, the revival we are looking at is not just for the moment. It's something that will carry on, possibly if the Lord tarries, from one generation unto another. And one of the ways of achieving this is by ensuring that we do not only practice these words which we read, but we also teach other people. So if you are the first to catch the fire, teach others. Teach your children. Teach your neighbors, teach your colleagues. That's the way the revival can be sustained on a long term. Praise the Lord. The number three things which we can pick that will encourage us is from verse 5 of the chapter we read. Verse 5. And that is the importance of prayer in revival. In verse 5, the importance of prayer and revival was highlighted. And in verse 8, the need to continue in prayer was re-emphasized. You don't just begin with prayer and end it there. In verse 5, Samuel prayed for them. But by verse 7, we saw that the children of Israel had become afraid. And they called upon Samuel and said, please don't cease, don't stop praying for us. Prayer is a continuum. You don't just pray and when you think you are beginning to experience some success, you stop. We need to continue in prayer. Praise the Lord. Revival, like other wills of God, must necessarily be downloaded in the place of prayer. That was why in teaching his disciples how to pray, that is Matthew 6, 9 to 13, our Lord Jesus said to them, Always pray that God's will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Again, if you look at Daniel chapter 9, verse 2 precisely, Daniel understood by the books the word of the Lord through prophet Jeremiah that the years of the captivity of the Jews in Babylon will be 70 years, and Daniel began to pray that God's will be accomplished. Knowing the will of God calls for prayer for its actualization, and not complacency. Praise God. Now just to add a little flesh to this. If you look at Matthew 9, Jesus said to his disciples, The harvest indeed is plenty, but the laborers are few. What do you do? Pray to the Lord of harvest. It is the will of God that souls be saved. Yet God expects us who are already saved to pray that that his will be downloaded. Just like uh, the, the case we mentioned in the book of Daniel. Daniel was in captivity with other Jews in the land of Babylon. 
And through studying of the books, he saw that God has already predicted through prophet Jeremiah that this captivity will be for a period of uh, 70 years. He didn't shout uh, hooray and go to sleep. Having known the will of God, he knew that the next thing to do was to download that will of God. And he went into prayer. And one other thing to note, that you are praying for the will of God does not mean that, that it is automatic for it to be answered. When Daniel began to pray, if you read through the, uh, chapter 9 and 10, you will see that uh, the prince of Persia did what? We stood there, uh, Daniel. But did that deter him? No, he did not. He continued to pray until that will of God, which he saw in the book, was established. And that is what God expects us to do. Whenever we know his will and we know that revival of souls is one of the most important wills of God, whenever we know the will of God, the next thing that should take place is for us to begin to pray. If you look at the first revival in the Acts of Apostles, chapter 1 and through 2, it was exactly what happened. In verse 8, for instance, you see Jesus telling them, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my disciples in Jerusalem, in Judea, and all other places. And as you proceed further from verse 8 to 14, you saw that the apostles and all the followers of Jesus started praying, even before the revival. So knowing the will of God in any matter, it doesn't matter what it is, calls for prayer to commence. And sustaining it also calls for prayer. Praise God. And I encourage you. Is there any will of God concerning your life, marriage, healing, husband, wife, children, parents, whoever, concerning Nigeria, concerning your place of work, your business? What it calls for is for prayer. When God has shown you the will, the next thing or the next step you must have to take is to go to God in prayer. Praise the Lord. Now let's take the last word of encouragement and that is from verse 9 of our passage. And verse 9 says, finally in verse 9, Samuel made a whole bond offering, not parts. I want you to mark the word there, whole. Samuel made a whole burnt offering unto God. Unlike the children of Eli who were discreting what was due God, what was holy, Samuel gave all to God, teaching us an important lesson for revival. And that is that our surrender to God must be total, or as Apostle Paul puts it, we must be dead to self and alive in Christ. In our surrender, our bodies, our souls, our spirits, our businesses, personal lives and family lives, in secret and in open, needs to be surrendered in whole to God. What makes some people or disqualify them from being agent of revival is because they surrender in parts. They say, my family I give to you, my church, I give to you, but when it comes to their business or career, this is no-go area. So we give every other thing, but immorality of any sort, 
will become a no-go area to God. You see every other thing, I'll surrender. But you see this immorality, sexual, I will not. And because of that, they fail to qualify for use by God. Because our God is too holy to behold their iniquity. Praise the Lord. So the entirety of our being needs to be surrendered to God in whole and not in parts. When we do this, we become an instrument washed clean and fit for the master's use. Praise the Lord. These are just few words of encouragement that the Lord laid in my heart to use and encourage us. And I believe strongly as we begin to obey, like we, we did mention earlier on, that the level of success of this revival will depend on our obedience to God's words. Let us pray. I want us to sing the chorus, Take Me Back. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first received you. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, where I first believe. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I. Brethren, I want us to arise as we take a few points of prayer. Our first prayer point will be on the area of restoration. Let's pray and ask God to take us back to the place of prayer. So that like Daniel, we will not give up until we see the will of God established in every area of our life. Pray that God will take us back to the place of prayer. So that like Daniel... We will not give up until the Lord establishes all his will concerning our lives, concerning our families, concerning our ministries, concerning our businesses, concerning our wives, concerning our husbands, concerning our children, concerning our work. Let's go back to God in the place of prayer. Daniel never gave up. He continued to tarry. Let us also ask him to take us back to the place of diligent study of his word. So that like Joshua, his word will never depart from our mouth. And we shall meditate on it day and night and be careful to do all that is written in it. Take us back to the place of study of the word of God. 
that we hunger and desire for his word more than we desire physical food. That no day will come and pass without our spending quality time in his presence. David said, your word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. He said, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Let's pray that God will wash us daily with his word. Let us ask God to take us back to the place of personal and group evangelism. For indeed the field is very ripe and the laborers are very, very few. Pray that we will not just watch people die in their sins and go to hell. We feel comfortable because we've been saved. Maybe because our families have been saved. Let's pray that the Lord will give us no rest unless we preach his word in and out of season. Ask the Lord to take us back to a place of hunger for ministration, for saving of souls. Ask God to take us back to the place of intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. For apart from him, we can do nothing. Jesus said, I will send the Holy Spirit and he will guide you into all truth. We can't even pray without the Spirit of God in us. We study the word, but we may not have understanding except his spirit interprets it to us. There is absolutely nothing we can do without the Spirit of God. Fortunately, he's dwelling in us. Let's pray. That will cultivate an intimate relationship with the Spirit of the living God. All this we pray in Jesus' name. The second prayer, let's pray for our leaders. The Bible tells us that the heart of the king is in the hands of God and like a water course, he turns it to wherever he wills. Concerning the current challenge the entire world is experiencing, let us call on God to direct every decision of the world leaders, whether they are church leaders or political leaders or economic leaders, to be in line with his will, his purpose, and his counsel. Let us call on him to surround these leaders with godly counselors, and as they receive godly counsel, may they not harden their hearts like the Pharaoh of the old. Let's pray for our leaders. And if they have taken wrong decision, that God will help them to reverse it. And that every decision they will take going forward will be in line with the will of God concerning mankind. Pray. We have a God who hears and answers prayer. Pray for our leaders. If they take wrong decision, one way or the other, it will affect all of us. Whether they are church leaders or political leaders or leaders of any sort, pray that God will guide them in their decisions. The third point of prayer, brethren, in Jesus' name we pray. The third point of prayer, let us pray concerning the coronavirus pestilence. My conviction, total conviction is as a pestilence Every person is entitled to his opinion, but this is my conviction that it is a pestilence. Like any of the pestilences or plagues recorded in the Bible, the solution lies in repentance and prayer. 
In 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 13 to 14, the Bible states that when God sends a pestilence or famine or any other calamity, if God's people humble themselves and pray and repent and seek the face of God, that he will hear from heaven and he will heal the land. Let us therefore, like Daniel, confess our sins and the sins of the entire mankind. Let us ask him to show us mercy and stay the hands of death and devastation that has come upon the world. It is a pestilence, it is a plague. Read through the scripture, you will see several similar circumstances and situations. Whenever the sons of men decide to go contrary to the will of God, he visits them. Either with sicknesses, or with famine, or with earthquake, or with any other calamity. It has not changed. And the solution has remained that when the people, just like the passage where we read in First Psalm, the people repented, they forsook the idols that they worship, they turned to God, Samuel prayed for them, and the Lord healed them, and they were able to overcome their enemy. Whatever the enemy represents, it could be human enemy, it could be disease, it could be famine, it could be any sort of problem. When we repent and go to God in prayer, our God has no change. His will is to do us good. If we go to him in repentance, he said his thought of all concerning us is that of good and not evil. To give us a hope and to bring us to an expected end. Let us pray that the Lord will forgive us of our sins. We have indeed sinned. Our people have sinned. The church has seen sins of omission and sins of commission. The leaders of the world have seen, the followers have seen. But you are a faithful God, Father. Pray and ask Him to tamper justice with mercy. We deserve every punishment that the God unleashes to us. But He is a merciful Father, full of love. Even in His wrath, there is love. Let's pray that God will forgive us, that God will heal us, that God will restore us. He said in verse 14 of that second chronicle, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and will turn away from their wicked ways, that I, God Almighty, I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Pray that God will hear us, will hear our repentance, will heal the entire world of this pestilence. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And finally, brethren, let us ask God for an understanding of times and seasons by the people of God. We need an understanding. You see, if you have, if you have an understanding, your heart will not fail you. If you know that the word of God has already said it. And if you know that the, whatever the word of God said is A and Amen. He said heaven and the earth, they will pass away, but not a jot, not an iota of what is written in his word. Let's pray for an understanding of not just this time, but of times and seasons. That we may know how to respond. We will know how to respond. We will know how to respond. Pray, brethren. God's word tells us that his people perish 
for lack of knowledge. But the book of James also tells us that if we lack wisdom, we should ask of God who gives liberally. Let us therefore call on God to grant us an understanding of times and seasons that we may know what to do at each time and at each season. Pray for an understanding of the times and seasons. That no child of God, no elect of God will be taken on our ways. We will understand as the writing, as it is written, on the world, we will understand and we will know how to respond in each case, in each time, and in each season. That none of us will be taken on our ways. A lot of fears exist because people do not know that these things are written. A lot of people fear because they do not know that God is in charge of his created world. Pray for an understanding of times and seasons, of events. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so, Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for yet another wonderful opportunity you've given us in your presence, not only to encourage ourselves from your word, but also to come before you in prayer. Father, we know one thing for sure. You are not like other gods who have ears, but they don't hear prayers of their people. We, you are God who not only hears, but answers the prayer of your people. We thank you, King of Glory, concerning our leaders, and we pray you will guide them in every decision they take concerning this land and other lands of the world in Jesus' name. We pray that you grant discernment to your people in Nigeria and to the uttermost part of the world in Jesus' name. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. For what you are doing in our midst. Thank you for the revival you have kickstarted. And thank you for its sustenance. For we know, O oh Lord, that all things depend on you. We can receive nothing except it be given to us from you, the Father of all creations. Thank you, Abba Father, for we know that the beautiful work you have started in our lives, O King of Glory, you are more than able to sustain it to the very end in Jesus' name. Blessed be your holy name, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Offering time. The choir will lead us in a session of choruses as we take our offerings. Onyene me ma na me kelegiye Onyene me ma ebi merendu foromo Abanwa abanwa na me kelegiye Otsoka le rumba ebi merendu foromo Dikeno baga na me kelegiye Jehova ebi merendu foromo Oswa kane rumba na make legiye, Jehova ebi merendu faramo onumuzi lekele. Praise the Lord, our heavenly Father and our God. We thank you for the opportunity of giving. Father, Lord God, may the giving of your people make a way for them in Jesus' name. Father, there will not be found any lack in the midst of your people. To the glory of your name, for in Jesus' mighty name we pray.
Um, let us take some announcements. On Saturday, there will be chapel cleaning by all who are able to come. And we encourage us to come as many as possible. On Sunday, we will have our worship service, which will be a Bible study. This service will be live streamed. It's going to be audiovisual, real time, at our web, uh, chapel website. So we encourage people to join and be part of this service. Praise the Lord. We call on our daddy to close us in prayers. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you all for being able to yet join in worshiping the Lord in a unique time like this. May heaven number you among those who can be counted in the name of Jesus Christ. This midweek service is equally online and we believe as many as are listening in, whether through your phones or laptops, whichever way, may the Lord bless you and be keep edified in Jesus' name. We thank Drs. Ebuka, Ugo, and Engineer Valoka for, for ministering through this evening's program. May the Lord refresh you and quicken you in the name of Jesus Christ. As we had already said, follow us online Sunday. For those of you listening, audiovisual this time, 8 o'clock is the time. And whether you are within the country or outside, this is a time not to lose faith and to keep on track. Our God is alive and able. And we are winning in the name of Jesus Christ. And after it has come and gone, coronavirus, we shall remain standing in the name of Jesus. Let nobody be looked for by heaven where you have kept your feet or dedication. Let the Lord who has been there before COVID-19 arrived and who is still there while it is on and who will be there when it gives, when he stays the plague because that's our prayer and he's beginning to do so already. We are seeing signs globally. We have seen evidently clear in Nigeria because there's no other way of explaining it. Just like our brother was reeling out about Brazil that had the same date, February 27, one, one case each. One has exponentially gone into thousands and Nigeria is just numbering 12. Other African countries are also going up in leaps and bounds. The Lord's mercy and his grace and sustenance. And that shall ye prevail. So, draw closer to God. Don't run away from him. Don't even use the excuse of the coronavirus. And even your basic requirements of fellowship with God are gone. There are many over this period who not only that they are not able to gather together in church service, have even left off their basic elementary fellowship in family altars and a personal line with God. So may this be a call to revival. God knew about this and he was already giving us a warning. May you be revived continually not to fall out and be looked for in the name of Jesus Christ. 
on this afternoon, the Archbishop called us and the Archdeacons within the Enugu Diocese of Anglican Communion and shared some of the palliatives, relief materials, food items that the state government had brought across even to help out mitigate the effect of the uh, restriction of movement on families and individuals. And we have also shared across the three chapels of the uh, hospital chaplaincy earlier before we started this evening service, midweek service. So as people are listening to us, and we will also see how we disseminate more by the men's fellowship WhatsApp and the women's fellowship. And as you hear us, if you are in their need of food materials, please send the text to your zonal leaders and better still directly to either your women fellowship leader or men's fellowship leader or young people's fellowship leader. If you send to the zonal fellowship leaders, they will also send them across to the men, women, and young people's fellowship leader. If you are in their need of food materials, whichever they be, what we are giving, we are some, how many, sir? Two and a half bags of, how many kilograms of rice? 50 kilograms of rice, 15 cartons of Indomie pack, carton pack, then water and soft drink. If soft drink is also your journey, at least there should be a bottle for you to drink. There are a few as you collected, but if that is the one that is your utmost desire, or if water, at least a bottle can go your way. We want to make sure they get it. Please send the text between now and Friday. And the uh, fellowship leaders will now collect the numbers between Friday and Sunday service. By Sunday service, online again, where we'll be, we will now tell you as you collect the names when and how you can come across to the chapel subsequently to pick distance. Please disseminate to as many who you know within here. And the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Shall we stand to pray? Be magnified, O Lord. You're highly exalted. And there is nothing you can do.
worship you again, O God. We lift up your name on high. We give you praise and glory. We acknowledge your majesty. We acknowledge your greatness. We acknowledge your wisdom. We acknowledge your omniscience. Lord, no man advises you. You take counsels among the inhabitants of heaven. You take counsels among the armies on the earth. You take counsel and no one can ask you what do you do. You are great and greatly to be praised. Exalted above all. You are the Lord who reigns and controls the kingdoms, the domains, the principalities, the areas of men you rule in the affairs of men and even now in our setting and in our pains and in our bewilderment and in this pestilence and plague you are the Lord that is your name nothing has dethroned you and all we can do is to acknowledge your greatness and your majesty and we plead for your grace and mercy Blessed be your name, O God. And because we have worshipped you and said as you are magnified, there is nothing you cannot do. There is nothing beyond your power. There is nothing beyond your limit. There is nothing beyond your knowledge. There is nothing beyond your wisdom and action. And that is our confidence that you look over your own and we shall remain protected under the shadow of the Almighty in the name of Jesus. And we shall remain in the habitation of the Almighty in the name of Jesus. And we shall remain even when a thousand is falling to the right and a ten thousand. None shall come near the dwelling place of your people. We shall remain standing. But we plead with you. And we say in your great mercy and majesty, Lord, as you prove to mankind that the Lord God still reigns in the kingdoms of men, in the affairs, and calls the attention, and does whatsoever pleases him. Father, revert hearts of men in contriteness, in remorse, back to you, the leaders and the followers, nations, and Nigeria, our rulers, and everyone around to look up unto you. And as we look up unto you, you will do that for which you are known. The Lord our God, blessed be your name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Continually keep your own, everyone in this chapel, those who are listening by every means, and those who are otherwise occupied, rouse us up from wherever we are this period. Rouse us back. Lord, into the revived fellowship, a revived work, a revived censor, a burning fire in the censor of our loudness, that we may at this time not be like those who do not understand the signs of the times. May we at this time will not be like those who speak ignorantly, just like any other, that we will not be those who fear the fears of others and dread their dreads. We will fear the Lord God Almighty. We will remain only in your fear. And you will continually keep our own safe and secure. Those who are here. Those who are beyond the boundaries of Nigeria. Those who are beyond the shores of this nation that pertain to families here. And those who call upon you in righteousness. Thank you as you preserve us in the name of Jesus. Keep us for the rest of the week. And let your presence be with us. 
in boldness and in confidence. We shall take our lead each day and we shall have you with us and people will take note that we are with you every single moment of the day or evening to the glory of your name. Lead us safely back home and keep us even through this night under the bosom of your grace through Jesus Christ our Lord. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And good night, everyone.